hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Not only is this a new day, it is a new year. Are you excited about 2022? If you are not, you better be. Hey, you better be excited about 2022 because the blessings of the Lord are about to overtake you. It's just a matter of position. It's just a matter of positioning ourselves and what? Using what's in our hands. Hey, what? Don't make me. Don't make me do it. Using what's in our hands, brothers and sisters. Hey, I want to dive right into this word. Last week, we talked about this too shall pass. You know, it was, it's been the holiday season. We just came through Christmas. We just, oh, let me get my little hair together. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Y'all know me. Come on. <laughs> and if you're listening in, come on in, subscribe to my page, IDB Productions. I as in India, D as in David, B as in boy. Yes. Productions, Terry, T-E-R-I, Davis. Come on over to YouTube and, and uh, subscribe to the page. Uh, God has got some word for you today. And I'm here to share it with you. I thank God for being able to be a vessel that he wants to use. Do you know that God wants to use you? Oh, yes. He wants to use your gifts for the kingdom. Don't you know that what you're doing here, you're setting it up, storing up your treasures in heaven? Huh? You're storing them up. You, What you're doing here is just a rehearsal. As those old, old mothers said, this is a dressing up room right here. I think I've said that to you many times before. So if you're just joining me, my name is Terry Davis, and it is a pleasure to be with you today. Uh, Minister Terry Davis, for those of you who know me, uh, I've uh, often said I just thank God for this wonderful privilege to be called that. Uh, you know, I don't take it for granted. I don't take advantage of what uh, the gift that God has given me. I flow with God or do my very best to flow with God, everyone. So we, uh, let, let's get uh, back on uh, track here. I can get in my little rabbit trails, but praise be to God for you hanging in there listening to me. Listen, we talked about this too, may, shall pass, about the sorrow sometimes you may feel when you're, you know, alone. Oh, I know. I know. Hear me when I say I know. It's uh, uh, alone can be a lonely place. You, be, you better ask Jeremiah. You better ask uh, Isaiah. You, you know, all of there were a lot of prophets who had to be alone so that they could accomplish God's will. God needed them to be alone for a certain period of time. It's not always. It's not always. God wants to bless you and give you what you need. He wants to give you your heart's desire. But God wants to know, do you love him? Is he just a sugar daddy? Huh? Oh, come on. Come on. Lord, can I have, can I have, can I have? What will you give to help the kingdom develop? Amen. So I just want to encourage those of you who have lost things along the way and lost loved ones along the way. 
lost yourself along the way. Huh? How, how am I going to lose myself, oh believer? Huh? Come on. Believe me. There are so many things that can keep you from uh, developing within can throw you off the mark to keep your attention on other things so that you can't see the real you. You can't see what's really going on on this inside. We hide behind the word. Oh, come on. Come on, church folk. You know what I'm talking about. We hide behind the word of God. Uh, we hide behind our jobs. We, we stay busy. We, we avoid uh, the truth about ourselves. Oh, I know. I know. I've done it. Ah, that's why I can tell you. Uh, I can say these things. It's because I've done it. I've hid behind God's word, trying to be miss holier than thou, when I haven't seen the real me, the real deal. You know, quoting scriptures and not uh, living the word, being and not being a doer of the word, a hearer of the word, but not a doer of God's word. Oh, okay. Oh, I felt I hit something right there. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. Dust yourself off. We going somewhere. Oh, we is going somewhere, y'all. Okay. So follow me. Follow me. I want you to know that this too shall pass if, if and only if you allow God to do it. If you allow God to work on you, if you allow God to, to use others to help you, give you constructive criticism, not put you down, criticism, not put you down, not, not make you feel lower than them. Oh, we're going to talk about that today. Huh? Not make you feel lower than them or put you down, but to give you the word of God. And wisdom mixed with that word of God to help you get to your next level, to help you get to where God has called you to be. He ordained you. He predestined you. He said in Jeremiah 29 and 11, I, you know, I know the thoughts. And then he said, uh, when you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. I knew you. Uh, I, I believe that's Jeremiah 1. I knew you when you were in the womb. So he, he knew you ahead of time and he, he, he sent you here for purpose and you have to go through many different things to find out what that purpose is. And when you find out what that purpose is, you got to work at it. You got to keep working at it and you got to keep going. Even if you get knocked down, you got to get back up. And you got to just keep working at it and keep working at it and asking God every day. Okay, what do I do here? Who do I need to be with here? Who do I need to talk to over here? And guess what? He starts uh, leading and guiding you to all truth. He starts opening up the windows of heaven and pouring you what you need. Even when you, listen, a good man falls seven times. But what the word says, he gets back up. So stop counting yourself out. Don't count yourself out. Oh my goodness. Some of us can be our worst critics. And we can be our worst critics unto the grave. We, I'm not worthy. I talked about worthy. Come on. We are worthy. This, the devil wants us to think that we're not worthy. Oh, I've got to get enough education. Oh, that's me. Ah, I'm always telling you. 
I can put myself in here somewhere. I've got to have enough education to talk to this person and that. No, you don't. Who said you do? Who said that you need the education to, to do this and to do that? God will send people alongside of you to help, help guide you, help walk you, help teach you the way. The, uh, 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 Acrilla and Priscilla, they did it for Paul. So God will do it for us. He'll do it. Oh, let me tell you something. I have had some of the most wonderful mentors. Carla Stokes, Vanetta West. Oh, I can go on uh, with Newberg family. I can just go down the line, okay? So I'm here to tell you, I love my mentors. Pastor uh, Stephen Davison, Pastor Margaret Davison. I can go on and on. Pastor Darren Thomas. Huh? Come on. And the general, I call her the general, amen? Uh, uh, Johnny Sams. Man, we sat at the table many a days going through that word and, and talking about, uh, you know, the word of God and breaking that word down. You know, iron sharpeneth iron. So we have to be uh, able to, to love one another, not put down one another, not try to make yourself seem better than I am because you have your PhD. I got two daughters that's more educated than me. And I'm, they, they respect me, but yet I learn from them. I listen to them. I'm, I'm being educated by my daughters. So stop, and young girls on my job. You know, young girls who aren't even educated. These girls are bright. So don't look at anybody because they don't have that uh, uh, certificate in their hand or diploma in their hand. Look at, listen to the wisdom. We talked about that. Be slow to speak and quick to hear. Huh? Yeah, God wants you to, to, to know how much you are loved and how much he wants to love on you. But you have to be in return receptive to the love he sends. Not the love you're trying to make. Oh, we're going to talk about that tonight. Oh, this is a juicy one today, y'all. Hey, Woo! it's juicy today. So let's go ahead and get into the word. As I said, we talked about, uh, uh, you know, this too shall pass. And God bless you for, for being a blessing uh, to this podcast. I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for this podcast. Or if you're viewing on YouTube, I do both at the same time, honey. So God bless you and keep you and and always cause your you to prosper and be in good health as your soul is prospering thank you for sowing into my life and i pray that the words god are giving me are sowing into your life and may the lord uh take you from faith to faith to glory to glory so thank you uh, if you're just now joining in, I'm your sister, uh, Minister Terry Davis here in the Midwest, y'all. I'm here in the Midwest. Had to come down because I had to see about my little fluffy muffin. My mama, I love you, Joyce Nadine. Huh? I love you, girl. You are truly a mighty woman, and I love you. Thank you for birthing me. Thank you for keeping me. Thank you for having me. And I love you, Daddy. I know you're down there in Florida, Mr. Bertrand Randolph. I love you, sir. May the Lord bless you real good. And I'll hope to see you soon, Amanda. Love you, Sheila. So listen, this one today is never settled. Ah! 
yeah, uh-huh. For those of you who are settling, never settle. There's something that come up on my phone and it was a surprise to me. And I, I never really looked at it. You know how you get your date and your time on your phone. And on my phone, every single morning says, never settle. That I want that to sink in. I'll give you a few moments. Okay. Did you hear the cricket sounds? <laughs> never settle. Let me tell you some of the reasons why we feel we have to settle. Uh, reason one, we're impatient. <laughs> Can you identify with that? That we're impatient. We want everything. We're in a society that everything has to be microwave right now. Uh, yeah, microwave is for reheating what's already done. <laughs> Come on, what's already done. Huh? What's already complete. Reviving it. Bringing it to life to where... It can it can be usable or eatable. Come on, not to not to begin a thing. You have to let patience have her perfect work, huh? Let's let me read that for you, and that comes from uh, the book of uh, James, and it says here, uh, let J James I believe it is three. I can't see that, but I'll figure it out. I believe it is three, verse three. Let patience have her perfect work that you, oh no, here it is, James one and four, please forgive me. James one and four. Let me repeat myself, James one and four. Let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and what? Complete, complete, perfect, lacking nothing. So if you're not letting patience have her perfect work, it's something that God call it her. All right, girls. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> we go out and we choose him, don't we, girls? Oh, I struck one right there. Oh, we just jump in so quickly, don't we, girls? Oh, because it's our emotions. It's our emotions. We are nurturers. We want to be loved. We want to love. So if we feel uh, he can be fixable, we can, we can try. We want to try. But that's not for you to do. God is the author and the finisher. Uh-huh. Yeah, we want to be the author and the finisher of somebody else's son. <laughs> and for the brothers, somebody else's daughter. No, what we got to do is be the author and finisher of M.E. I, I think Beyonce said, me, myself, and I. Oh, yeah, I love Beyonce. I love the music. I do. I'm a music thing, classical. I like pop. I like jazz. I, I, come on. I, I, that, that one hit me right there, Beyonce. Okay, Beyonce, as somebody said. <laughs> Amen. So, you have to you have to let patience have her perfect work that you will be perfect. Remember, he said, I'm perfecting those things which concern you. Uh, that you may be perfect and complete. Yeah, when we rush things, we're we're not finished. We're we're just we're just uh, accepting it. 
as opposed to receiving it. Accepting it means that we, we just haven't taken the time, didn't have a choice in it. Receiving it means we have made the choice that this is my time. This is what I want. This is what I deserve. Hey, come on now. Don't settle. Never settle. Okay? And it says that you will be complete lacking nothing. Nothing. Not finances. Girls, let me tell you something. I'm sure there are many out there that can testify. I looked at my aunt and uncle who have been married over 50 years. God rest his soul. He just passed on this year. Um, but they were married for 50 years. This sister does not want for nothing. Their marriage was so wonderful to us kids when we watch. And she told us, that, hey, wait a minute, honey. Don't, don't think that it was peaches and cream. But see, that's the thing about a marriage that is made and letting patience have its perfect work. They courted. You see what I'm saying? Back in those days, they courted. They got to know one another. You know, they didn't just throw themselves at each other like we, you know, today we want to throw it together and then uh, put a ring on it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to hurt your girl or brother. Didn't, ooh, sorry for stopped. But yes, I know. I know because I've done it. Ah, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Terry then did it. That's why. But listen, uh, God wants us to take our time with this thing and be complete so that we won't be two halves trying to make a whole, huh? But we'll be whole when I come to him or he finds me, you know, the word says a man that finds the wife findeth a good thing and has favor with the Lord, you know? So when he finds me and sees that I am what he feels I need, God says to try the spirit, try the spirit. Yeah, he might look good and smell good. I've, I mean, I've been there, done that, won the trophy. Or, you know, uh, you know, whatever design he, he, he comes in, I, I'm going to check with God first. I'm going to say, Lord, what is my purpose in his life? What, what am I doing in his life? I don't want to waste his time. Because if I'm not the right person for this ministry that you called him to be in, in this earth, then Lord, I'm wasting his time. I'm a distraction. So what am I, what am I supposed to be doing in his life? Am I just here to give a word to him? Am I just here to talk about the one he loves? What or she loves? I'm, what am I here for? in their life for. God said, when we acknowledge him in all of our ways, Proverbs 3, that was one of my favorites, 3, 5, and 6, he shall direct our path, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought you, yeah, I thought you see it. Ah! Yes. So remember that Psalms 37 and 7, these are scriptures you can look up for yourself. Rest in the Lord. Oh, that's so good, y'all. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. What does that mean? I'm sitting back and I'm going to be a couch potato? Absolutely not. 
you talking about you want to see a brother in some gaiters and you want to you like him with his brim and his his hat and his bad suit well this brother has worked hard for what he has and then you gonna sit on the couch watching uh, a scandal or or uh, Harlem or or you know how to get away with murder or whatever your your Cinderella love stories Hallmark Channel, Lifetime Channel, HGTV, all day. And this man of God that God has created is out here, uh, uh, you know, he wants a good thing. A man that finds a good, finds a wife, finds a good thing, not a girlfriend, a wife. And I've heard the great men of God, I've heard great bishops talk about, uh, you're already a wife. You should already be one before he finds you. Huh? You're already equipped. You, you, you're getting yourself. I am not together yet, y'all. Oh, I didn't told you. I be, I be working on myself. <laughs> These days, I am not prepared yet. I thought I was. Oh, I need me a husband. I need a man. I need. No, no, I don't. I need Jesus, and I need Him desperately, desperately, to get to my next place in Him. So that to wait patiently for God means to to use what's in your hand, be about your business. So when he comes, listen at the story of Ruth. Ruth was trying to take care of her mother, trying to make sure that they ate. She went out and followed them and gleaned in the fields. She was at work, girls, brothers, those of you brothers, you don't need to stand on no corner. Try or you don't need to be dealing no no drugs. That's not what God called you for. That's a trick of the enemy. You think that's fast money, fast money, good money. That is not. Find out who you are. That's not who you are. Come out of that. Come on out. Be ye separated. Amen. And get off the video games. Mm -hmm. Let me hum right there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Come on, you did that when you was 12. Come on, you 32, 33, 43, 53. Okay, I can keep going on up if you want me to. <laughs> 77. <laughs> All right, so come on. Uh, that Leisure, in your leisure, but not, not at, no, not every day. All day. That That's not helping you grow. Get in the Word. That's helping you grow. Hey, what do you say? Let's go on to the next one. We talked about impatience. That was impatience, y'all. I got a lot to say on that. I got a lot more to say, but we're going to keep moving. Okay? Loneliness. Oh, I struck it right there. Loneliness. Nobody wants to be alone. But as I said, some days uh, so, there's a season where you need to be alone so that you can recollect on your life, what's going on in your life? What, what plans have you made that has come to pass in your life? But you can't see that when you're out here trying to, to uh, uh, fill your loneliness with everything other than God, other than the word, other than the time, the, the uh, worship, the time spent with God, you can't fulfill your life, that, that, that 
that loneliness. You can't fulfill it without God. You'll try to use drugs and try to get yourself higher and higher and higher. And some have uh, completed suicide doing that. That's not for you. That's not what God called you to do. He didn't call you for that. No, he did not. He called you to be successful, to prosper. Uh-huh, as your soul is prospering. Isaiah, let me read uh, uh, Isaiah 54 and 5 says, For your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called God. Yeah, no, not Hakeem. Uh-uh. Not Joshua or Jaden. Uh, no, not Tyrone. Oh, you better call. Okay, Erica Badu. All right. No, that is not your God. That is not your husband. That is not the fulfillment of your loneliness. The fulfillment of your loneliness is at the feet of Jesus. It is. It is. Now understand this. That God will send you that, that uh, companion. And where, where he'll hold your hand. Or she'll, she'll tell you how fine you are. How, how good you smell. And, 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 and God will bless you with that desire. But in his time, there is a time and season for all things. In his time, he wants to do that for you because he loves you. He really, really loves you. He loves me. And the key to it is, is finding out what his desire is for you. Oh, oh, snap, bean potato salad. There it is. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And Ecclesiastes 3, 11 says, he has made everything beautiful in its time. Uh-huh. And then 5, Ecclesiastes 5 says, uh, a time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. That's what God is saying here. Is that I have a special person. I have a special time for you. But if you go out and rush it. If you go out and settle for what I don't have. You don't blame God. Stop it. Don't blame him. When you are choosing your mate. Don't blame him when you didn't ask. If this is good for you or bad for you. Don't blame him when you've already jumped in the sheets. Did I hit it? Did I hit the dip? Did I strike a nerve? Yes. When you've already jumped in the sheets with someone, you've allowed the enemy to enter in right there. That's what Satan wanted you to do. He wanted you to get in those sheets before you consult with God. Before you, you, you go before uh, the throne of God, you and the man uh, and, and in marriage. He wanted you to do that. Not God. God don't want that from you. Oh, I got to test her or I got to test it out before I bunk that. No, you don't. 
No, you don't. Now, let me keep that. Let me keep it on the low because we can go a little bit deeper. That's a private conversation. And I will get into that. We'll get to a private conversation. God doesn't want that for you. He don't want you to test drive anything. He wants you to own uh, your, your, your vehicle. Excuse me. Your vehicle. He wants you to, to be blessed to have uh, what, you, what you were uh, desiring to have. And not lose it. Not lose it. He doesn't want you to lose what you so dearly wanted and loved. God doesn't want that. He wants the best for you. Amen. Let's go on. Uh, another one is we talked about impatience. Never settling because uh, impatient is one of the ways you settle. Loneliness is another way you will settle because you're lonely. And desire. When you don't see your desires coming to pass, you be like, oh, forget it. I'm going to just take whatever. No, no, that's another trick of the enemy. No, you, you, I know, you know, my kids ask me, mama, dang, when are you going to get out? I'm like, when God wants me to get first of all get me together first i'm i want wonderful things i want lovely things and to get wonderful and lovely things you need to present yourself that way you know uh, if you want a friend make yourself friendly you know if you you if you want to be in a certain environment you got to put yourself there if you want certain things, you've got to act like you want certain. I can't say I want a new car. My car look like crap all the time. Or I, I, I deserve I deserve a, a Mercedes Benz or a Bentley, a, you know, Rolls Royce, uh, you know, Tesla. I, I deserve that when my car is always full of trash and garbage. No, you don't. They, they worked hard to design their stuff. They want it to look good. They want it to, to be, be presentable. So that's the same way with us. Our desire. God wants the desire of your heart. He gives you the desire. He gives you desire. Delight yourself also in the Lord. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. Uh-huh. Commit your ways. This is it. To the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall that's a promise that's a promise shall bring it to pass well why hasn't it come so far because in an acceptable time i have heard you everything has its perfect timing you don't want anything out of time you don't want a a, a cake out pull a cake out out of time why because it's going to sink in it's going to it's not going to be usable it's not going to have its beautiful form it's not going to have the perfect taste that's the same way with us when we're impatient our desires when we're trying to rush everything it's not going to have take its beautiful form in life. The ministry is going to fold, if you will. That was supposed to come to pass with me and someone else, but I've settled for this one over here. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. James 4, 1 and 2. Where do wars and fights come from? 
uh -huh, among you? This is him talking to the church. Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? That war in your members? Uh-huh. You lust and do not have. Where do wars come from? We're, we're jealous of her. We're jealous of him because he got this or she got that. But you don't know how much they've spent at the altar. You don't know how, how many times they've gone to pray and ask God to help them get through it. Help me, God, to make this come to pass. You don't know the hours they've stayed up all night studying. You don't know the uh, money that they've invested in this project. You don't know. So you, you, you can't measure yourself along with someone else. I can't measure myself with, you know, my cousin or, or you know, my, my, my sisters or my, my, my good friends who are prospering in their businesses. Because I don't know the hours they set up and do what they do. And then think about this. Their gift is not my gift. So why are we trying to compare with someone else? We don't want to do that. You want to take, you want to look at your life for what God called you to do. There's a special anointing. Me and a sister were talking today about our lives. There is a special anointing on our lives to a special spiritual DNA to do only what Terry can do. No one else. Yeah, every you you may have a podcast, but you don't have this podcast. You don't speak like I speak. You don't you're not you're not doing what I am doing. I'm not talking about presenting the word of God. My word of God of, of the way I present it is totally different from the, the way you present it. So God will bless according to the works of our hands and according to what pleases him. So don't, don't uh, compare yourself with someone else. Don't. Your desires are different from my desires. We know that. Yeah, well, I desire a man too, uh, Minister Terry, just like you. Well, yes, but not the same kind. It may not be the same kind. Something is always different. Do you get my point? Something is always different about us. Our fingerprints are different. Huh? Seem like they would be the same since we have five fingers or ten, uh, 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 you know, our, our, our fingers, uh, two hands and, and, and ten fingers. Huh? It seems like we would have the same thing, but guess what? Even every line in our hand is different. That's how they identify us. When we do fingerprints, they know who we are. Same thing with God. He knows the desires of your heart. And he wants to identify that desire with his desire for you. So that it can be beautiful. And it can be great. Oh, I want that for you. Don't you want that? Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We want it. Okay. So we talked about never settling and the ways we settle. Impatient, loneliness, desire. And we're going to go on over here to low self-esteem. Oh, this is a big one, girls. Woo! This is a big one. And even for brothers, a lot of our brothers, I, I, I know... Whether you're white or black, you know, if you've 
Uh, I know a lot of our brothers have been incarcerated and sometimes they don't feel worthy. They don't feel worthy coming out because they don't feel, and especially if you've been in there for a long time, it can take a lot out of you. You know, but I want to tell you, if you trust in the Lord with all your heart, if you trust in him with all your heart, God will take you to places that you've never seen before. God will take you on uh, and set you on the highest mountain. God will use your, 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 your pain. He will use your tragedy. He will use your drama, your trauma, and turn it, your, your, your mess, into a message if you let him, if you let him. And you don't have to settle for just anything, settle going back into the neighborhood where you came out of. If you take time to seek ye first the kingdom of God, seek him first, seek him first, seek him first. I can't say that enough. The kingdom of God and his righteousness, what's right what's right not what's wrong but what's right seek ye first the kingdom of god in his righteousness and then he said all these things shall be added unto you matthew 6 33 yeah low self-esteem you've been abused you've been cut low with someone else's words i know listen to me i'm talking to you Yes, I know. I've lived it out. And it's 20 years later and you're still trying to crawl out. Huh? You tell those words to go to the abyss. That they no longer have a hold on you. You tell those words that I rebuke you through the blood of Jesus. Yeah, because he already, already completed that for you. You just speak it, speak it into existence that greater is he in me than he in this world. I am not who you think I am. I'm better than that. Hey, I'm better than that. So low self-esteem. I want to talk about the woman with the issue of blood. Oh, y'all know the story for those of y'all who are Bible uh, readers. Luke. And it says right here, I believe that is, let me look, I don't know what I'm writing down half of the time. I think it's Luke 4 and 3. Now, a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years, like I said, we can carry those words in our mind. I have seen women traumaed, trauma, trauma, years of trauma, and live, live in that trauma until they have melted away into nothing because of someone telling them they were nothing. Oh, I've been told that. You were nothing. Your mommy ain't nothing. You this and that. You know, I, I've been told that, but the devil is a lie. <laughs> I am who God says I am. I am the royal priesthood. That's why you have to know your word. You have to counteract that devil. When he comes in, Jesus said, like a flood, the spirit of the Lord raises up that standard. So you got to know your word so you counteract that booger and tell him, get below me because you know what God said? That my foot is on your neck anyway. Oh, he don't want to hear that. Ah, let me take my glasses off. He don't want to hear that. 
know he does that, but you tell him anyway. That greater is he in me than he in the world. I am the royal priesthood. Yes, I am. I am a queen. Jesus said, Did, didn't, it, didn't it not say that you were gods? Oh, yes, Lord. Come on. We are. We are, we are royalty. And we better act like it. Well, we're finding ourselves out, and that makes him mad. But you keep finding yourself out because you are a bad mamma jamma. All right. I think that was Carl something. I can't remember his last name uh, who sung that song. Uh, yeah, but we are a bad mamma jamma. And we have what it takes to accomplish uh, what we need to accomplish if we put our mind to it. That's if. So it says she had a, a, a issue of blood for 12 years and spent her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by anyone. Yeah, you're going out here, girl, you're talking to your girlfriends, you know, talking to everybody else but God. And nothing is changing. But look at this. Let me tell you what, what happened to her. This is, this is what I want to tell you, how you, how you cannot settle. I want to tell you how you cannot settle. And then on verse 44, it says, Luke, uh, verse 8 and 44, it says that she came from behind and touched the border of his garment. The word says she touched the hem of his garment. And immediately, right away, her flow of blood stopped. Let me tell you something. God can turn your situation around immediately. He can bless you with what you need suddenly. Let me, let me say he can. He can bring you out of that habit suddenly. That's who he is. That's what he has promised us. That I would never leave you nor forsaken you. I won't forsake you. I just won't do it. I love you too much. I loved you so much that in John 3.16, I sent my only son, my only begotten son, that if you just believe on him, you won't perish. You won't perish, but you'll have everlasting life. Uh-huh. Yes, you will. It said the blood stopped immediately. So we know that low self-esteem is a big killer. You come up out of that. That depression causes you to settle confusion, drama, baby mama drama, and baby daddy drama, you know, uh, looking on the outside of someone and not what's on the inside. Oh, Satan came as an angel of light. The word said that. Don't, uh-uh, uh-uh, wolves in sheep's clothing. They're wolves on the inside. Stop looking at how fine he is, girl. But he is abusive and will beat your brains out. And it's only because he's hurt and he doesn't know himself. And you, guess what? You can't change him. Only God can. So come out from among them and be ye separated. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, Cleta. All right, Tyler Perry. <laughs> or Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, come on, Cleetie. Uh-huh, come on out. Come on out from among them and be ye separated. 
because God has got so many wonderful things waiting on you. Amen. So Jesus is your prize. That's what I want to end this with to let you know that he is the prize. And Jesus, look at this. And Jesus said, who touched me? Ah! Don't you know when you come to him and worship, he's paying attention and say, oh, oh, she's touching me. Vanessa, she's touching me, God. Oh, Tony, he's touching me, God. Oh, my goodness. Look at Nicole. She's touching me. Evelyn, Liam. Oh, he's, they're touching me, God. Deirdre, Tierra, Isaiah, they're touching me. Tony, Toya, Maya, Hung, Sakori, Evelyn, Finesse, Shamik, Destiny. He, she's touching me. They're touching me, God. Oh, I'm calling you out. Joyce, I'm calling you out. Yeah, you know who you are. Jesus said, who touched me? And he said to her in Luke 48, daughter, yeah, son, daughter, or son. I want to just say son. I'm throwing son in there too. Be of good cheer. Uh-huh. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your faith to believe. I can do this. I can do this. I can, I can, I can grow in God until God is ready. And when God may be ready tomorrow, the moment you make that decision, suddenly he may be ready. And there it is, your, your desires. Uh-huh, that you didn't even have to settle. There it is. All he was waiting for you to do was surrender. Huh? Hey, he was just waiting for you to surrender to his will. And the moment he saw your heart, remember, he's not looking at your outer side. Oh, I surrender, God. You, you talking with your mouth. You know, God said you're, you're speaking these things, but your heart is far from me. He's looking at your heart to say, okay, she has really surrendered to me. Now I'm going to, in return, give her what she needs. I want her to be in peace. Daughter, go in peace. Son, go in peace. Hey, what you said? <laughs> Don't start no stop here. Go in peace. And that's what it's like when you wait on God. Peace. As opposed to the chaos from your choosing. Yeah, it'll be good for a moment. Oh, Satan's always going to make it seem like it's the bomb diggity in the beginning then you get down there in the middle and then all he double hockey sticks they break loose oh you know what i'm talking about there's many of you out there you listening you know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> you know you know what i'm talking about so i had to take some time on this to tell you not to settle that settling is not in your dna well, when is, the, when, when is the time for me? When is it going to be ready for me? You will know. Oh, you will know. Jesus said, and suddenly, you're going to know that, honey, you know when you're in love. He knows when he's in love. True love. True love is not physical. It's spiritual. Yeah, I said it. 
True love is not touching and patting. True love is spiritual. It's from God. He is, he is love. And getting to know him, you're, you're getting to know what true love is. You're going to know how to take care of your wife. You're going to know how to, to uh, talk to God when things don't go right between you and her. You're going to know who to go to and help it to get right between you and her or him and you. I'm talking to all of us here now. I'm learning. Oh, yes, I am. And I'm excited about this new year because God is teaching me more and more. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and show. Uh, this is uh, Terry Davis, your your sister from the Midwest. Uh, it's a new day dot live with Terry. A new day dot live with Terry. That's my podcast, y'all. Y'all come on over there and listen. Join in with me. There's some wonderful word that God is pouring out of my vessel. And I tell you, I want to be a vessel of honor. Uh, for him to do it. You know, I'm still growing. I still make mistakes. Can we be transparent here? If you say you're perfect, you're a liar. Oh, did I say that? Yes, I did. Don't say you're perfect. We are not. We're not. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But what we can do is try to be our very best to love people and to do good to them. And to tell them, this is my truth. I, I love being saved. I love being a Christian. I love it. I love talking about Jesus. I love talking about the Holy Spirit. God left that comforter for us. I love talking about that. This is my desire. My desire is to chatty Kathy. I didn't told y'all that before. I love to chatty Kathy. Don't you sit me at a table, honey. We will chatty Kathy all day. Okay, but talking about God fulfills me. Oh my goodness, he's such a love. He's such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful spirit. That, uh, that beautiful feeling on the inside. And it makes me feel joyous and complete. I am, you know, have I gotten lonely? Yes, but I go to him. And he reminds me, he says, daughter, I'm your husband. I'm here. There's a set time. I'm not forsaken you. I've never left you. He sends prophets and prophetess to talk to me and tell me when they ain't even been in my closet. They ain't even been in my room. They ain't even been in my house. And they coming up here telling me what me and God then talked about. I know that's God. You know it's God. You feel it. And you thank him for reminding you that he has never forgotten you. He's never forsaken you. So know that it's a new day. God bless you. Until next time. Bye. It's a new day.